Stages of labor, hormones of birth, and timing contractions are not the most important or effective ways to learn about physiologic birth. And chances are, you've learned some of that, and you still have questions about what to expect from birth. And these questions linger because the sources that are teaching childbirth preparation are only offering facts about labor and birth created to enable the medical system to justify the use of interventions to speed up labor despite the injuries experienced by mothers and the disruptions to the mother-baby bonding. Before birth became a medical procedure that needed these guidelines and metrics, women were shown physiologic birth instead of charts and graphs and tables. Today, we have the benefit of merging traditional physiologic birth knowledge with what is useful from research and evidence And this has been the key to helping my students and clients avoid things like tears and traumatic birth injuries and go on to have fulfilling natural births. If natural birth is calling you, merging traditional physiologic birth with learning modern knowledge may be the answer to your lingering questions. And you can begin the journey of seeing physiologic birth with a free class that will introduce you to the three P's of physiologic birth that help my students and clients avoid tearing in only 15 minutes so you will know why you can trust your body to give birth without injury. After watching this 15-minute video, you will know what physiologic birth really is and why learning the stages of labor, lists of hormones, and cervical dilation rates is just not enough, the most common points in labor where tissue damage tends to occur, and how to use the three Ps of physiology to prevent the causes of tears or episiotomies. And you will learn the difference between being 10 centimeters and being ready to push. After seeing the physiology in this way, one of my students, Sarah, said, simply mind-blowing. Thank you so much for sharing this information. I want to share this with all of the birth professionals that I have ever met, as it is so clear to me now how we have all been missing the big picture. And Cassie said, I took four courses, and yours is the one I walked away with feeling the most empowered. Very specifically, the physiologic birth part where you show the slides of where baby is. Having known what baby does in that dance with the pictures, just let me trust the process so I never felt worried. So if you'd like to learn more about what Sarah and Cassie are talking about, you can get started with this very special and unique physiologic birth training for free at naturalbirthcompass.com forward slash free class. I hope to see you there. Have you ever noticed that when you're pregnant, you're automatically put into a category? You're never just considered a healthy person going through a normal life experience. You're not looked at as a strong woman venturing on the journey of pregnancy and birth. Nope. Instead, when you're pregnant, you're labeled as either high risk or low risk, but always a risk. So today, I want to remind you that pregnancy and birth are not medical events and share with you why your prenatal visits shouldn't be focused on just medical aspects of care or checking off the appropriate risk assessment tests for various weeks in your pregnancy. And I also want to share some ideas for what you can do if you can't find a care provider to support the prenatal care that you need. So let's take a look at new perspectives of what prenatal care could look like on the Journey to Birth podcast. Imagine transforming the anxiety, the worry, and uncertainty you have about your birth right now into the confidence and knowledge that will end everyone's questions about your natural birth and even have them asking you how you did it. Are you ready to stop imagining your wonderful birth and start preparing to experience it? Then you're in the right place. I'm Tristan, the creator of the Natural Birth Compass online childbirth education program. 
and I'm coming to your ears with perspectives of birth from across time and cultures to help you become more informed and confident in your birth. So grab your mug, fill it with your favorite tea, and let's begin the journey to birth. The current system of prenatal care as offered by most providers in most environments is set up based on a medical approach. And in some cases, it's even to the point of managing your pregnancy and your upcoming birth as if it's a medical emergency on the brink all the time, instead of being a miracle of adaptability and flexibility and an important time to be supported on all levels outside of the medical system, even beyond just your physical body, while you are giving more of yourself than ever before. In fact, this image of pregnancy and prenatal care as something medical is imprinted so strongly in most of us that it's hard to imagine it any other way. Just think for a minute about a prenatal visit. What is coming into your mind right now? Maybe taking your blood pressure, maybe using the urine test strips, measuring the growth of your belly, or checking how much weight you've gained, checking your baby's heart tones. These are all the types of images that most people get into their head because this is what most of us think that prenatal care is supposed to be. Now, of course, an important part of all that giving that you're doing for your baby in pregnancy is taking place in and from your physical body. And that does place stress on your physical body, but also on your mental well-being and your emotions. And even beyond what most women will ever know is that those physical symptoms that are being flagged and monitored for their level of risk, these changes are actually often normal physiologic changes that support your pregnancy, adaptations that your body makes in order to help maintain a healthy pregnancy. But once there's a perceived risk implied by your care provider, your mental, your emotional health, maybe even your spiritual level is disturbed by what you are told, by the words that your care provider says to you. And this can initiate a normal physiologic change to escalate into a complication in your physical health or pregnancy that then becomes a risk that has to be managed by your care team. Instead of just focusing on your physical body to understand when changes that you're experiencing are normal versus something that might be pathologic, you need someone on your care team who really knows you. That person might be a birth professional, but they might be outside of the medical system of birth altogether. And we'll talk about that shortly towards the end of this episode, because first I want to explore further why it's so important to go beyond just the physical components and the risk assessments that so many pregnant women go through during their prenatal visits. When your care provider takes the time to understand your physiology, your body, your pregnancy, when you are supported in connecting to your own physiology, connecting to your own body and your own pregnancy, only then can you and your birth provider as a team really understand what is happening that's pathologic and what is just normal physiology. All the testing and imaging and monitoring that was all introduced into prenatal care as a way to provide another level of insight in discerning what is pathological from what is physiological because so many changes happen in pregnancy while your body's adjusting to the constantly changing demands and the stress of growing a new human being. Now this kind of stress is not distress. It's simply the normal stress of pregnancy. Just like the normal stress of gravity 
we don't think of gravity as a stress on our body, but it is. Not only is it a stress, but it's a stress that actually improves your health by improving your bone density and strengthening your muscle mass. So when astronauts go to space where they're not experiencing gravity like they do on Earth, they have to then go through an adjustment period when they come back to Earth so that their body, their bones, their muscles, they can readjust to the effects of gravity. But I don't think that anybody would recommend cutting off their legs because they've lost strength or they've lost bone density. We know that this is a normal response and when they're reintroduced to the effect of gravity, it will put normal stress on that astronaut's body and their muscle mass and bone density will return. The stress of pregnancy is also not a negative thing most of the time, even though it does cause physiologic changes in your body. So the essence of what I'm really trying to say here is that prenatal care is not about managing anything. It's about facilitating your adaptation and your growth physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually and on all the many layers of you as a human being on the brink of a new stage of your life, whether it's your first birth experience or whether you're adding another member to your growing family. So if not tests, assessments, and risk management, then what should prenatal care really look like? Well, here's what I think prenatal care could look like. Your provider would actually care. They would want to know about you. They should want to know what makes you feel comforted. They should ask you about your concerns, your fears, and your worries, and actually listen to what you say openly without judgment. They should learn your strengths, those special traits that you have that will help you through any tough times in your pregnancy or during your birth. You should feel comfortable just being you, being yourself in their presence, because you'll be accepted for who you are and who you're becoming in this pregnancy, in this transformation process that you're going through. Your care provider should be your trusted advisor and your advocate, and they should be aware of their own fears, their own judgments and biases that they are in danger of projecting onto you if they're not aware of those things coming from themselves. And they should be authentic, honest, and compassionate, and you should feel safe in their presence. So often, families just think they have to accept the care or maybe not even care, but the treatment rather that they receive, because that's how the system works. But the truth is, the system doesn't work. And therein lies the biggest problem. A broken system means your provider is unable to provide the full spectrum of care that they really may want to provide, or they maybe have been so influenced by the system after so many years of trying to make it work, that they don't even realize it's broken anymore. I won't go deep on this particular problem here today, but keep in mind when you're exploring prenatal care options that many of the bigger institutions or bigger practice groups that you may contact or be working with for your prenatal care, they may not be run by the practitioners who work in that practice at all, but by administrators who are not really in the practice of health care, but are in the practice of running a business and preventing negative financial impacts from happening to that business. So what that means for healthcare and the future of prenatal healthcare especially, 
That is a whole conversation for another day, but it is important for you to keep that in mind when you're selecting where you want to align yourself for your care, should you choose to even receive outside care at all. Now, many people might argue that giving birth outside of the conventional system is unsafe, but what I see in my network is that independent care providers, whether that's midwives or other birth keepers, they see much lower rates of pregnancy-related conditions, even unexplained conditions like gestational diabetes and preeclampsia, because they know the women that they're supporting. They know what is normal for them. They take time to listen and ask questions, so they know when something starts to fall outside of normal for your pregnancy or during your birth. Not according to the provider's definition of normal, but to the individual and unique mother's normal for her pregnancy. In this type of care, when care is given in this way, together as a team, you and your care provider can discuss whether or not lab work or testing is relevant. Together, you can decide whether a risk assessment or screening is relevant, and then you can make decisions as your pregnancy develops instead of just going for routine lab work without any reason for it. In other words, all the lab work, the screening, assessments, these should be ordered to confirm or rule out a suspicion rather than just routinely used the other way around. When the focus of your prenatal care becomes constantly watching and waiting for a problem to arise, then your birth becomes a medical event waiting to happen. As I said earlier, pregnancy is definitely accompanied by stress on your body. Your blood volume will increase by nearly 50%. That's a lot more fluid for your heart to pump, for your liver to have to purify, and for your kidneys to filter. And then there's the whole supplying the demands of your growing baby aspect. While your baby is taking up space inside your body, displacing your organs, trampolining on your bladder, sharing your calories, so being aware and being watchful of physical symptoms are an important part of the prenatal care that you receive, but this job is done so much more confidently, so much more eloquently and comfortingly for you if your care provider knows you, knows you're normal. So when something goes outside of normal, they can spot it and together you can decide what the next step should be rather than somebody outside of your body managing your quote unquote care and telling you what's happening based on some lab numbers or a screening test. Routine labs or different screenings and assessments, these are not adequate replacements for knowing your patients. Reports and numbers cannot be a stand in for time. The time that so many prenatal care providers do not have to spend with their patients. That is not good enough. And it is well within your right to ask for more, to be respected, to be understood, to be shown the care and compassion during one of the most transformative times in your life that you deserve. But what can you do if your care provider does not show the compassionate skills of listening, of understanding you, your pregnancy, your physiology, of learning about your fears and your strengths? What do you do if there's no other option? Look outside of the conventional system for your birth team. You may have midwives available to you in your area or a doula you could add to your birth team. When interviewing these types of care providers, make sure that they align with your beliefs about your prenatal care. If you want to waive routine tests unless a particular test feels necessary to you based on your philosophy or your intuition or something that you're experiencing, make sure that they are aligned with your philosophy. 
just because a midwife practices outside the system or just because you hire a doula, it doesn't automatically mean that they really understand what you're looking for in a care team. Often, midwives are still obligated to acquire certain health information about you as a condition of their license. If this comes up for you in ways that you're not comfortable compromising, then continue to look further outside the system. Some birth doulas have to submit to their certificate that they've received to the organization that certifies them to be a doula, and that could mean a compromise in the care that they provide to you. Make sure you're really clear on what it is they're able to do and not do for you. And if you need to keep looking further, there are birth attendants who work completely outside of the system, who work autonomously, who are not beholden to any license, who understand the need for this type of prenatal care during the pregnancy and birth year. They just may be a little harder to find, but if you search, you will find these wise women in your community. And sometimes the form of prenatal care that you're looking for doesn't come from your primary prenatal caregiver at all, or even someone on your actual birth team. You may find your wisest prenatal care, the best advice, and the most trust and comfort you receive comes from a pregnancy support group or a prenatal yoga class. Maybe it's a chiropractor or acupuncturist. Somewhere in your network, there are those people who will understand you, who will see you, who will listen to you, who can be your trusted advisors and your personal confidant. And of course, you can find childbirth preparation courses or groups that really understand this deeper experience of pregnancy and birth that you might be looking for. The transformation that you are embarking on in this adventure that is pregnancy, that is a birth, that is parenting. Of course, people get through their pregnancy and their birth with mediocre and even poorer prenatal care, sometimes without even realizing it. But if that's not what you want, I don't want you to settle for just getting through it, for just getting through your birth without being acknowledged for who you are, for who you are becoming, for your strength and your radiance, to be left with only questions and no answers, to leave your appointments with more worry and concern than you arrived with. This is not the way that pregnancy and prenatal care is meant to be. This is a result of a broken system that doesn't have time to provide care, but you have the power to find the right people you need. Look outside the system, whether that means completely changing your birth team or just adding extra members to that team who have the time for you, who have the time for compassion, for understanding, for seeing the greatness in you, and for celebrating the joy of the season of your pregnancy with you. One of the greatest joys that I experience in my work is to watch the incredible transformation my students and clients make when they go from feeling worry or fear or uncertainty to being excited, to feeling strong and truly ready for their birth. And they find that beauty in the process of their pregnancy, of their birth. Pregnancy is such a short time in your life and birth is even shorter. You should not spend this time being full of worry, feeling unsupported, being scared of what will happen next. This is not prenatal care. If you don't have the care that you need and you aren't sure where to go, start here. You can reach out to me. I'm just here waiting for you. You can contact me at info at naturalbirthcompass.com or you can always find me on Facebook or Instagram at naturalbirthcompass. I look forward to hearing from you and about you. Wishing you the most supporting and comforting prenatal care on your journey to birth. 
Thank you for listening and being open to new perspectives as we spend this time together. As always, let me know how I can support your journey. If you have topics you want to hear about, guests you'd like to hear from, questions or comments to share, let me know. This podcast is always transforming and you can help shape it into something that helps thousands of families have the best pregnancy, birth, and transition into parenthood possible by leaving a comment or a review or sharing this podcast with others in your life who will benefit from our discussions. Find me on the socials at Natural Birth Compass or email me at info at naturalbirthcompass.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on our next episode. Wishing you a wonderful journey to birth.